Shining Ho Ho, he's the best! Yo, yo, yo. That's my cue. Welcome to the Clay Ben Podcast. Hope you're having a great week. This is episode 9. Appreciate you finding a way to listen. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, here we are again. Talking about the things I like to do. Do, do, do. Things we like to do. Well, I, I took your advice and I went I went straight on my phone and I watched the Home Sweet Home Alone trailer. What what are your thoughts? My thoughts are I have guarded feelings about these movies. Well, I do too. I just wonder, is this a remake or is this just kind of like a, because it's not called Home Alone. It's called Home Sweet Home Alone. And the premise is slightly different, I guess. Is, is it shot in London? Is it? I don't know. Well, I just noticed that the family was British. Or they Were they? British accent. Oh. And I know uh, old uh, Rob Delaney lives in London. Does he? Well, Pete yeah. Holmes is uh, born and raised in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. I thought he was the father. He is or, the father. Okay. Does he speak with a British accent? No, the kid does, though. I'm confused okay. by all this. But yeah, it's odd. I, I, I kind of doubt that I'll watch it. Of course, it's, it's going to be on, uh, it's going to be streaming, right? It's, it's a holiday movie and it's going to be streaming. You know you're going to watch it. I am going to watch it for I, sure. I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it seven times. I, I would. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I wouldn't watch it if I were living on my own or if I, you know, was uh, living with my wife and we didn't have any children or if my children were not yet of age where they cared about watching movies, but because they are, because we have to watch something every week for movie night. Well, it's, that's going to, it's going to come up. It's numbers going to come up. Well, it's a Christmas movie and everybody knows that you watch a lot more movies around Christmas, especially. That's true. That's true too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I did want to go over some notes as I love to bring up on this movie, three things that I didn't know. Okay. Okay. Number one, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think this movie is directed by Dan Mazur. It, yeah, it could be right. I know it's not Chris Columbus because Chris Columbus had some choice words. Yeah, well, I've got some choice words for Columbus, but that's a whole nother segment. Well, I'm talking about, you know, the, the modern day Chris Columbus. Okay. Not, not to be confused with Christopher Cross. No, not, not, that, not Christopher Cross or Chris Cross. Yeah, but the, all, all of them love sailing. They do love sailing and they do all wear their, their clothes backwards. To yeah. the best of my knowledge. I think you're still right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Mazur, as far as I can tell, his his biggest feats are being a writer for the Ali G show and for the Borat movies. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any of those. I haven't either. So I'm confused with the correlation to directing this movie, but I'm, you know, that's all I know. I'm intrigued, I guess, to okay. say the least. Well, you, I'm, you, I'm sure you already know this next fact. Fact about Pete Holmes. Do I say Holmes or Holmes? Either way, he, he, he'll, he'll, he'll answer to either. Well, I, is part of the reason you love him so much because he's been a character on The Simpsons? Um, I, I guess I had heard that, but no, that's not, that's not really. It's, the thing I love most about Pete, and I'll be brief, is that 
his background is similar to ours. Like he was going to be a, a youth pastor and then he decided to be a stand up comic. And then he started exploring all different yeah. avenues and, you know, one thing led to another and here we all are. Here we all are talking about him. And I guess he was on the Simpsons, the voice in the Simpsons. But to be honest, I haven't watched the Simpsons in about 20 years, which is, you know, it was already a very long running show 20 years ago. So I thought that was just kind of enough for me. I didn't need to watch any more Simpsons. Yeah. He, I, I can't tell you the character he plays, but I can tell you that it's, he's, he's like a, a clergy member or church member. Okay. Clergy. Um, clergy. Clergy. Uh-huh. Then. Um, and then Rob Delaney, who, you know, I love, I, I do. He, I think he's hilarious. He's kind of crowned as the funniest man on Twitter back in the day. Um, he lost, he, he's got, I think he's got three or four kiddos. He lost his two year old like a yeah. year and a half ago to a brain. I remember. Thing. Yeah. So I always feel like when you, when you have somebody that you kind of admire or follow and then you see them go through something like that uh, and with kind of the grace that he and his wife did, I don't know, it kind yeah. of made me love him even more. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's enough to destroy a family. Yeah. Um, the fact that you can hold it together and, still maintain a career because you know people blame people talk about hollywood types as being out of touch but at the same time you also expect them to sort of not have the same type of you know emotional responses or the same type of uh connection with their their children or their their loved ones, but you know, you, you kind of forget they're they're still human. Yeah. Um, you know, they're still uh, that's still their flesh, and uh, tragedies like that uh, affect them the same way they affect us. So, yeah, uh, it is inspiring in a way to see you know how if if something God forbid did happen so tragic in one of our lives that you know, that would be an example of something to. Uh, so how how did this guy respond? Yeah, to something so horrific. Something very horrific. I, one of his uh, one of my favorite quotes of his is the following: "Making TV is not more important than driving a bus or making a table and chairs out of a stack of wood, but it's also not less important than that. People need their stories at the end of the day. After you've been driving the bus or making tables, you don't want to just enjoy yourself. You need to." Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's that's brilliant. I yeah. would. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. I don't. I don't. But as far as getting back to that movie, I just don't know what to tell you yet. It doesn't look that good, but I'm going to give it an opportunity. I'm going to watch it, no doubt. Maybe we can uh, we can all get together and watch it as a a big happy family. Hi, man. Let's continue things with an eight minute sports segment. As of right now, we got the uh, if we're looking at sports and we're taking dipping our toe into the MLB playoffs. Yeah, I find it incredible that you go through a whole MLB season that lasts as freaking long as it does, and by the middle of October, we're down to four teams. Yeah, it's remarkable, and uh, they are going to expand the playoff. Yeah, that's what lace I heard of the discussion is. It's not going to be – they're not going to be the wild card anymore. It may be more like it was last year where they just let eight teams 
like the NBA playoffs, do a, I like a that first pick. round, a best of three, then a best of five, then a best of seven. I think that I think that worked okay. And yeah, uh, the season's too long to to narrow it down that quickly at the end. I feel like. Well, and to think that when we were kids, there's only two teams. Like, if you didn't win your division, yeah. your whole season was a waste of time. Uh, but you know, I don't. I don't have much to say. I, I don't like watching baseball on TV anymore. If I have tickets to a game, I think it's a lot of fun to be there. The playoff atmosphere is pretty intoxicating, but yeah, I, don't know. I haven't watched any Astros games. I mean, perfectly. I, I I like to see them hear that they win, and uh, I'll, I'll watch. I'll follow the score on the ESPN app or yeah, well, whatever. I've I put both the games on just. Because I'm, I want Sam to appreciate playoff baseball, since especially since we don't have a very good team here in Dallas. But uh, the the best time to tune in is at the middle of the eighth. I feel like. Yeah, agreed. Like if, if I'm going to tune in, it's not going to be what a waste of time to watch the first yeah. five or six innings of a baseball game. It's like the first six months of the season. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it feels. Well, then let, let's jump into what's more important right now, which is college football. It is more important, in my opinion. Um, we had a pretty uh, – when the Aggies can go in and dominate and win 35-14 to 14 and it's just kind of a lackluster lackluster day for them. It was fun to watch, but it was over yeah. before it started, it felt like. Yeah, well, when you get – that's what you want to do, get out and punch them in the mouth. I guess they forced two turnovers in the first quarter. You're up 21 nothing in the first quarter, and you're, uh, you're playing a team that can't stop the run. You're not going to lose the game because you're going to – you're gonna control. You're gonna control the ball for the most part. You're gonna uh, have long, long drives. Um, Why? Well, I, I think. I think less, less interest, or more interestingly, uh, it or more interesting than even the games is looking at kind of the landscape. Looking at a team like Oklahoma State that what is now undefeated. Yeah. We always kind of okay. Here's Oklahoma State undefeated again. I don't know who all they played. I know they just beat Texas. Yeah, six, they're six and zero. What are they ranked? Number six, number seven. Are they, are they six and zero or seven though? I think they're number nine. Depending on what poll you look at, I was just looking at the polls before we started talking. And yeah, I find it interesting that they're they're top ten. OU is number two in one poll, number three in the other. And then you have Cincinnati. Yeah, and number uh, two. Yeah, and Cincinnati, yeah, they beat Notre Dame. But if they went out, do they – are they really entitled to a top four seed? So if that would be – if that meant – if they went out, let's say Alabama wins out. Um, I don't know that they will, but let's just say they do. And then they beat Georgia in their title game. So Georgia has one loss. Alabama has one loss. Oklahoma and OU or Oklahoma State and OU, I think this is messed up because they could they could both went out and play each other the last game of the year in Bedlam, and that would be a meaningless game because then they'd have to turn around and play each other again the, yeah. the next week, which is so stupid. But that's what would happen. So And imagine if they both beat each other. Yeah, if they both beat each other, you'd have two big twelve teams with one loss. SEC you'd have two teams with one loss. Um, I don't know what that leaves. Uh, well, I mean, you'd have an SEC team in the top five with two losses at, at that point for us. 
just kidding. Conceivably, if we went out, yeah, we could still went out and and then cheer for Auburn to beat Alabama, and then we'd go to the SEC championship game. Get pounded but, in Georgia. Probably, but you know, just sticking to uh, something you know a more realistic scenario. So, if Alabama, a one-loss Alabama, one-loss Georgia, one-loss Oklahoma, one-loss Oklahoma State, and Cincinnati were your top five, who gets in? Who's who are the top four? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's too confusing to even think about because that would mean that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State hold on till the very end to actually play each other and split. I think they will. I don't see who beats them. Yeah. But who but who knows? Purdue beat Iowa this week. So I, yeah, right. And dominated and not just beat not just barely beat him. Yeah. Beat him by three touchdowns. Well, what I thought was more interesting, not really Coach O stepping down or yeah. you know, bowing out at midseason. But there are already more than several articles on the internet uh, claiming that is it Woodward that's now at LSU? Yeah, the uh, that he's going after Jimbo. Well, you know that's always been the rumor because that's that's who they targeted years ago. Jimbo, I don't think Jimbo's going to go to LSU. Um, I think uh, that's going to be the rumor. That's going to be you know, that's going to be a hot. Uh, topic well, on social I mean, media he, he does only have 10 years left on his contract which isn't much these <laughs> well he has some ridiculous buyout and i mean does lsu really think jimbo's worth a 50 million dollar buyout or whatever it is uh maybe they do but if even if they did i mean why would jimbo yeah, make that move why would he leave uh i think the another name i've heard is joe brady who's now i guess the offensive coordinator at carolina and he was there, he was what, like their passing game coach or something. And he was given a lot of credit for the national championship. So he was kind of like the Gus Malzahn. Like if you remember, uh, uh, Gene Chizik won the national championship with Cam Newton in 2010. Then two years later, he was fired, much like Coach O. I mean, this feels yeah. like history is repeating itself about a decade later. And, uh, you know, Malzahn left the next year. And they didn't have the same success. So same thing at uh, LSU, Joe Brady left, and all of a sudden they weren't as good. So thought is, we'll go after this Joe Brady guy. He's only 32 years old. Wow. But, um, I appreciate your insight. Yeah, that's that's my insight. I don't think they're going to get Jimbo. Maybe they'll go after him. Maybe they'll, they'll pick up the phone. He's been at A&M four years now. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, I do. I can't remember what it was for. A uh, car dealership and a yeah. former Aggie player. Ray Childress? Yeah, Ray Childress. <laughs> Lawrence Marshall Pontiac Buick GMC. It's it's not there anymore, sadly. And Hempstead. I think I think actually uh, Marshall Tucker bought that spot and turned it into a mattress giant. Marshall Tucker. <laughs> okay. Marshall Tucker's dad is a big mattress giant in Bryan College Station. Well, that that uh, that was uh, Marshall Marshall Dillon. There you go. Marshall Tucker is a band. You're right. Mm. I'm embarrassed. I remember Marshall Dillon, little Hick, little College Station Hick. My name ain't Marshall Dillon. All right, that's a wrap on episode nine of the Clayben Podcast. 
Appreciate you finding a way to listen. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you for episode 10.